Welcome to the forecast. To my right, we have AP18. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. And to my left, GW himself, Garrett, how you doing? Doing good. Back with the boys. It's been a while. <laughs> it's Wednesday Comics. Oh, yeah, you weren't here last week. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's Wednesday Comics forecast for November 28th, 2018. This is the last Wednesday, November. Then we're in December, boys. What do you think about that? Rock on. Yeah, pretty crazy. Going quickly. Uh, here we go. Image Comics, first book up here. Die, 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 number five. This is Robert Kirkman, Scott Gimble, Chris Burnham. Uh, an elite strike team goes into the woods and only one walks out. What the blank happened? Uh, Alex, uh, how's Die, Die, Die so far? So, issue one, two, and three were okay. I actually really enjoyed issue four. The book seems to at least be picking up, and we're getting into at least a more interesting story. Uh, there's these three twins. No, not twins. If there's three of them, there's triplets, and they all look exactly the same. One's dead. One cut his own nose off, and now they're attacking the other brother that lives in the jungle. So this this either will be an amazing issue or this will be the I'm done with this book because it's so stupid. Yeah, that's kind of why I dropped it because like the narrative jumps all over the place. Like the art is really good, but I think I don't know. I just again I'm not seeing really a point to this story except like you'd think it'd be about those those triplets, but there's like issues where it has nothing to do with them. I'm just like what what kind of story are we trying to do here? Like I don't get it. The one thing about that art that that kind of bugs me is that blood always looks chunky. Like, it's not even like a fluid blood. It's like a gel. I don't know. It bugs me just how clunky this blood looks and it makes me go, Ugh, that's gross. Right. Uh, Man-Eaters <sighs> number three. This is Chelsea Kane. Kate <sighs> Namizek can a visit from Hot Flow day three. Maude suspects that the cat lady... Downstairs may be part of a cult. The toilet is clogged by a strange blockage in the septic system, and a recent spat of deadly mauling attacks takes its toll on the community. Plus, bonus back matter featuring art and words by a smart, angry teen uh, or teens. Uh, Gary, what do you think, Man Eaters number three? Um, love this series. I think we can all say probably one of the best starts to a series ever. Like, it's fun, it's exciting, and like, all the back matter, which is kind of spread out throughout the book too, is just really fun. Like it's it's very informative, very informative. Um, but it is a really cool story, and I'm excited to see what happens next. Like just the concept is something unlike I've, anything I've ever seen. Um, and the, uh, I know they're what are they? What do they actually turn into? Is it like panthers? Yeah, panther monsters. Panther monsters, yeah, they're ferocious, and yeah, there's just a lot of like intensity, and like I, you can feel that anticipation, like when you turn the page, like what's going to happen next. While you're also getting some good character development. Well, I think the fun thing about this book is not only is it talk about you know real, real life situation, obviously not women turning into animals, but women going through their period, but it almost has that horror esque feel to it because that last issue when we're at, at that house. And in the house is a wild cat. And it almost makes me feel like Alien, where there's something in the house picking would pick people off if that were the story they were telling. It, I, this book is amazing, and I love how we're getting into it. I'm hoping it stays strong like it is. Uh, the warning, number one. This is Edward LaRocque, and Edward LaRocque also doing the uh, art there. 
The enormous machine slowly materializes into a major West Coast city. Who sent it and why? It is a mystery understood only by the malevolent uh, beings gliding slightly towards Earth through the inky vastness of space. In response, a multinational combat brigade called the Gladiator 2-6 is deployed. Outfitted with the next generation military science and weapons, they're tasked with stopping any extraterrestrial threat that emerges. So that's the new number one of uh, from Image. I actually like that cover design a lot. I like the 001 at the top. So um, if you have a later week, I would check that out. Hellboy and the B Party. This is Dark Horse Comics. Uh, 1956, number one. Uh, this is a mini five issues. Uh, Charles Robinson, uh, Mike Norton, Michael Oming, Dave Stewart, Lachelle Lee. And Dave Johnson on the cover. So these usually are pretty good, Alex. Every time I pick them up, I like them. It just, at a point where I got too many books, I just had to stop getting these. But I did enjoy them every time I got them. So there were, there were some that were amazing. And there were other ones I, I ended up just dropping them because once Mike Manoa left, I thought, I don't know if I really need this book anymore. I love Hellboy. But this is just not a book that I feel is needed to be in my stack. There's other things I'd rather be getting. Now, when if Mike comes back, I will hop on that one shot issue he's putting out, and I always get the uh, the third or uh, the holiday anniversary. I always get that issue, but these five issue minis, they're just not worth it. I'll just get the uh, the trades for it. I think. Uh, IDW, here we go. Uh, this one's curious to me, so I'm going to mention it. Marvel Action Spider Man number one, uh, Delilah Donson and Fico Osio. Uh, Rages of all ages can tangle up with all new adventures of Spider-Man and his astonishing friends. Peter Parker has thrown down with deadly villains and legendary heroes. But high school life may be his greatest challenge yet. Luckily, he's taking a shot at the gray with a little help from his new friends, Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy. A marvelous new era begins here. So this is a brand new universe. Gwen Stacy and Miles Morales are around, so they're all the same age. They're all Spider-Man, like Spider-Gwen and then two Spider-Men. Um, and it's from IDW. Even though it's his Marvel at the very top, it's this is a very weird comic. But if you're looking for someone who wants to get into Spider Man, especially a new young reader, I think that'd be the place to start. I mean, it won't be obviously in continuity, but at that age, uh, you just kind of want to read Spider Man. So there you go. Uh, Garrett, do you think uh, hashtag guess those one when he was a kid, he would have liked that? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure he wouldn't mind it. Like, it kind of gives you knowledge about uh, the characters, but. I think after reading the ultimate run, like definitely a hundred percent, but again, yeah, if it's geared towards that, then I don't know, maybe team and team macro series. Number three, Leonardo, here we go. Sophie Campbell and Sophie Campbell, uh, writing and doing the art, uh, David Peterson on the cover. Leonardo seeks refuge in North Hampton, but danger follows in the form of Koya and Kari. As I say, yep. Uh, an epic throwdown with results. Oh, in, uh, Karai? No, it's Karai. Sorry. Uh, an epic throwdown will result in Leo making a drastic decision that will quickly alter the course of TMNT history. An oversized extravaganza from TMT superstar artist Sophie Campbell. Alex, what do you think? What do you think about that cover, by the way? Um, I love the Peterson covers. Uh, I love the Donnie one where Donnie, you know, does machines. So he's working on, he's tinkering with stuff. I haven't read the Mikey issue yet. These are these are books that I really need to sit and focus and sit and read and enjoy. I don't want to rush through them since they are extended. Um, but I love this focus on these characters. I love, and honestly, I'm kind of specific. I love the Leonardo issue cover the most. 
I love when they go out on their own and they're doing a little bit of training. Uh, and I'm excited to see Koya and Karai coming back because that is just that means that the foot is going to be getting taken over again by Karai. So excited. Uh, here we go. Team and T ongoing number 88. Tom Waltz, Kevin Eastman, David Duatcher on the cover. I can let you know, like Alex, and you get that Eastman cover. Battle lines three of three. Team and T Bishop and their respective allies come to a climactic battle that will have devastating consequences for many. An epic battle that not that's not to be missed. Alex, how's the ongoing going? I I love the ongoing. This is this is getting to that point where in the first fifty issues where Donnie's shell gets broken and the the other turtles are just kind of struggling because their brother's been beat to shit. Um, I have a feeling that we're going to be seeing some deaths. We're going to see some stakes. Uh, it may not be anyone major, other than I have a feeling slash the uh, big tort big turtle snapping turtle on this cover. I have a feeling he is either going to die or he's going to be killing some people. I just, I love this book. Uh, this is a book, this issue probably has the odds of making me a little uh, emotional, sad. As you can hear, I got this, this sickness that's going to get mixed in with some tears. So you won't even know the difference. He's so sad. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm super psyched for this book, but I also get really nervous when it comes to a book that I love. Like if, um, like when Nightfall came out the first time and Bruce gets his back broken, that's a hard book for me to read. This issue might be hard. Speaking of DC Comics, here we go. Action Comics number 1005. Uh, Garrett, you do 1005, you do 1005. Uh, 1005. Wow, geez, now look what you did to me. 1005. Here we go. Action Comics 1005. Uh, Brian Michael Bennis, Ryan Sook. Uh, Garrett, Action Comics, you've been saying it is uh, the best one out of the Superman books. Two questions for you. Uh, is that mm-hmm. still hold true? And A, what do you think about that Aquaman ad right in the front cover there? Um, I think it's still I'm the best Superman comic coming out right now. Uh, and it's one of the best comic books our Superman comics has ever come out. And uh, I guess I didn't see on the cover where it's at. I'm not looking at it currently. Is it on like a banner on the top or something? That's on the bottom left. Oh, I mean, it doesn't bother me, I guess. I mean, when they used to do that banner atop the crop, like across the top uh, with the Green Lantern movie, especially on my Smallville uh, season 11, number one cover kind of pissed me off, but uh, can't really do anything about it. But uh, yeah, it seriously is so good. I mean, I, you shouldn't even read the other Superman book. If you just want to get pissed off, that's a good place to go. Um, this one deals with Superman, Lois, uh, there's mystery in the book. That's like an original mystery. Jimmy Olsen's in it. Perry White, just everybody you love in the Superman universe is in action comics right now. And, uh, the art talent is really great. So I definitely recommend this, especially, uh, for those of you that are getting amped up for like Superman, the movie's 25th anniversary. If you want to get that nostalgia from like Christopher Reeve, Superman, I would read action comics. Uh, the event you all have been waiting for. Aquaman, Justice League Ground Earth, number one. This is Scott Snyder, Howard Porter, Francis, Manipool, uh, John Earth Finale. Oh, actually, okay, it says John Earth number one, so I assumed it was the start of this thing, but this is the last one. So if you'd follow along with Aquaman and Justice League, this is the final issue. Uh, the finale of this, did any of us, uh, I know you guys get Justice League. Did you get those issues or did you skip them? 
Nope, I just uh, skipped them. Yeah, not interested. <laughs> so uh, if you've been reading that, there's a finale for you this week. Batgirl number 29. This is Margaret Scott, Paul Peltier, Norm uh, Rapmund, uh, Sean Murphy on the cover there. Um, Alex, uh, how's uh, Batgirl been doing? You know, it's been good. Um, normally, I'm biased for Batgirl. I'm actually, I don't know if I'm enjoying this book as much as I want to. I read number, uh, what are we at, 29? I read 28, and it was fine. But it wasn't as exciting as I want it to be. So I don't know. This is one of those, since we've got the new team, I'm not enjoying it nearly as much as I have. All right, Batman Beyond, number 26. Dan Jurgens, Brad Booth, uh, Norm uh, Rabbon also again. Joker's back, and he wants to turn Batman and Robin to a punchline once and for all. The original crown prince of crime returns to sock Neil Gotham in part two of the final joke. Can you guess what happens when he encounters Barbara Gordon for the first time in decades? And when Robin gets caught on a video feed for the first time, no one's more delighted than the Joker. Uh, Garrett, Batman Beyond, how's it going? Uh, super great. The Joker is like the Joker across from Batman Joker is still alive and in Batman Beyond currently. Um, what's really exciting is, you know, Barbara Gordon is the commissioner of Gotham city. She goes into her office and like an older Joker, you can tell he's more frail and old is sitting in her chair dressed in the killing joke outfit. And it was so cool to see, but he just is like clearly aged. And that was just terrifying, you know, throughout the entire last issue, they kind of sprinkled in some, images of like a silhouette of the joker we never see his face till the very end uh so i'm super pumped for part two and like i'm pumped for him to finally reveal himself to bruce terry um and we know how he feels about robin so it's not gonna look good for him so it's a very exciting time to read bam and beyond uh sorry there i dropped my mic uh dc nuclear winter special number one this is their holiday special um we're we're taking their winter special this year but uh, the holidays are tough enough as it is, but when you're living in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, or, you know, 2018, the world could seem bleaker than ever. So do yourself a favor this holiday season and break out your best eggnog and enjoy 10 all-new stories featuring the world's greatest heroes, including the looks at future Batman, Superman, and Flash, as well as many, uh, denizens of the DC Universe. So here we got Paul Dini, Steve Orlando, our, uh, friend, uh, Phil Hester, Mark Russell, Margaret Scott, and others. And also on art, we got Collie Hammer, our friend again, Phil Hester, Jepepsi uh, Kamikola, and Jasmine, uh, uh, Jasmine Mapuri, and others. Yannick uh, Paquette on the uh, cover there. So uh, I know a lot of people like those holiday specials. So if you are having a light week this week, which I, I don't know if you guys are, this is probably a pretty big week. So if obviously you see it, I'm going to hold off on that. But um, pick that up. I bet you get anything around Christmas that'll be out. And there's nothing really comes out around Christmas. So go pick that up. Detective Comics, 993, worth seven away from that 1,000. James Robinson, Carmine G. Domingo, Garrett, two questions. How's it going so far, and what do you think about that Aquaman ad in the front? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Jeez. Um, I think this is the conclusion to the Two-Face arc. Um, and following this will be Peter Tomasi. And, you know, I feel, I think I said this on last week's forecast, or two weeks ago, um, it is very... The art is very good. Um, James Robinson on the story, 
is about as good as you'd expect. It's not like the craziest thing, playing it safe. Um, and Batman talks like he's old Victorian Sherlock Holmes, so that's a little weird. Um, but I would say it's still entertaining enough to read and does get me excited that uh, Peter Tomasi is about to jump on and improve the quality of the book. Uh, there we go. Flash number 59. This is Joshua Williamson, uh, Jordi Targana, Raphael Sandoval also. Force Quest Part 2. Alex, did you read uh, the last issue? What do you think about it? So last issue we left off uh, in Gorilla City. As Flash realizes the first person he should go on to talk to was Gorilla Grodd. Well, he shows up in the city and all the gorillas have been slaughtered. Uh, and that's where we leave off. So I don't know if I remember right. These are this new husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, sister, brother team that have gotten hold of some of these forces and are using them against the Flash. So I don't know if they're actually going to be in this issue. And I'm assuming they show up in Gorilla City. So I don't, it's good, but I'm starting to realize that Flash really isn't a character that's for me. And I think a part of it is that I'm almost getting tired of um, Williamson's writing. And I kind of want someone else to take over the book. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the issue had a cover for like them going to Gorilla City, and it's literally the cliffhangers, them arriving in Gorilla City. I'm like, what's all this anticipation to like have nothing come of that? And then, yeah, this whole thing with these robbing twins, I'm just like, they can steal powers. I'm like, how many villains have we seen that can steal powers and use them? Like, that's not really a fresh idea, uh, especially when you make them a whiny couple that just want to be rich. So uh, definitely hoping it something better will come out of this. Uh, Heroes in Crisis. By the way, what do you think that one doesn't get an Aquaman ad in the front? All the rest of them did. The Flash takes care Heroes in are you saying the Flash or yeah, Heroes in Crisis? The Flash doesn't have an Aquaman head on the cover. It probably was delayed, so it got pushed oh, into this month. That's very possible. Heroes in Crisis number three of nine. That one I understand. They'll put an ad on that. That's a mini. Tom King, Clay Man. Uh, Gary, what do you think? The third issue of Heroes in Crisis. Um, I did enjoy issue two. Um, I still think, though, there needs to be a little more... How do I say it? There needs to be more more revealed because like right now they're just it's like mystery dropping and i'm ready at least like i should get at least one answer each issue you know if we're almost a third of the way through this series i mean i need one answer out of all the mysteries that have been laid down so uh, otherwise art's amazing story is really good and i know it's going to pay off in the end i just you know especially with these huge characters we lost it was just kind of like oh yeah they're dead like okay uh why are you so anxious what? Why are you so anxious? I mean, why am I so anxious? If this is supposed to be so groundbreaking and so... Uh, Slow down. We're only three issues in, baby. We got nine to go. Oh, yeah. Nine total. to go? No, nine Four. total. We have nine total. So, I mean, we're oh, not even a okay. When did this thing get added up to 12 issues now? Holy shit. Because there, it just feels like there was no urgency when they died. And everyone's just kind of like slowly investigating what happened. I'm like, if like if I was the Flash, you know, kind of like he freaked out in the last issue on Booster, which was cool. But like Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, yes, they're psychologically scarred right now, but they're way too calm about all this. They need to be like, who the hell? And they need to be like running around. Like Bruce should be doing like 
getting brother eye back together and like figuring out like what the hell is going on. And said he's just like, hmm, I wonder what's happening right now. It's like, okay, Herm. <laughs> it's like, hey, you can say that all you want, but uh, I thought you were detectives. Uh, here we go. Injustice versus Masters of the Universe number five of six. Alex, I know uh, you said you're at this point. I think you said the last issue. You're just getting it to pinch it out. Is that still true, or are you yeah. enjoying it now? Yes. Okay. I have. I haven't read issue four. Uh, it's. I mean, it, from what I've read of issue one through three, it's good. It's fun. Um, I mean, in all honesty, I'm only getting it for the He-Man parts of it, just for the fact that I got the He-Man versus Thundercats, and actually, I really enjoyed it. This is one of those books that I just need to read the last three issues back to back to back to enjoy the story because that's a part of it is that 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 month break or month and a half break I take before I get the next issue I kind of lose track of what's going on and so as of right now I know that Darkseid showed up and he's bringing the evil horde and he's bringing Skeletor and his crew to go fight the uh, rebellion DC characters and He-Man that I'd rather just wait and read it all in one one fell shoot um, Justice League Odyssey number three. This is Joshua Williamson and uh, Stephen Sajak. Space Maver will be the final frontier for the Odyssey team. It's bad enough that the very environment of space will kill you, but when Vril Dox shows up and attacks an army of Brainiac robots, what chances does the Odyssey team have? Of course, of course, Vril just doing this to save the uh, Colgan refugees aboard the ship, right? He wouldn't have some ulterior motive, would he? And can the team really trust Darkseid? who also aboard their ship won't try to destroy the universe. Cyborg, Starfire, Green Lantern, Jessica Cruz, and Azrael are on it. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? Odyssey, number three. Um, I thought issue two was amazing. So I'm excited for this. I think uh, the first issue was kind of a letdown. Um, but second issue really picked it up, and we're finding out more about Darkseid being involved in this story. Um, I'm excited for issue three. It just feels like, gosh, it's coming out really slow. I think there's been some delays, which is fine, but it's because it's early on. But man, I really, uh, I do love that art, and the story's there enough that I'm still interested. I think the story'd be the weakest part out of this book. Um, here we go, Terrifics number ten. This is Jeff Lemire, Victor Bondagovic, uh, Eric uh, Shanner on the cover. Evan, excuse me it's terrific. Alex, 10 issues in, we got Victor on this issue instead of, uh, I think he's the first time being on this issue. Um, so what do you think? So. Uh, terrific. Uh, I think we say it every time this book comes out, I don't look forward to it until I start reading it. And so even right now, knowing that it's Jeff me, I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's exciting. Uh, when I go to pick it up tomorrow, I'll be like, oh, I forgot I had this book. So I'm excited to get into it. I'm hoping, um, I'm kind of hoping this this book moves a little more. I feel like we're kind of spinning our wheels right now, and I'm wanting, I don't know, for a book that I think should just be lighthearted and kind of campy, we need to be having a little bit more of arcs that wrap up. One woman number 59, this is G. Willow Wilson, uh, Carrie Nord, Terry Dotson. And Rachel Dotson on that cover. The Just War Part 2, it's true. Ares has been reborn on Earth, but has he changed for the better? Of all the role models in the world, he seems to have chosen Wonder Woman. Diana and Steve Trevor better watch their backs because Ares isn't the only creature or myth to find his way back to man's world. 
He's not the only resurrected Olympian either. Uh, Garrett, you said you enjoyed the first issue, right? Of G. Wells. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, I am definitely in. Like, I think I'm back on this book for sure. Uh, you know, it was, it did have that first issue, like first issue of an arc kind of, uh, I wouldn't call it fatigue, but just kind of like stereotype where it's not like the best issue ever, but it's setting up a lot of the uh, future to come. So I was impressed and the art was really good. So I'm excited to be back on this character and back on this book. Marvel Comics, here we go. Amazing Spider-Man number 10. Nick Spencer, Huberto Ramos. There's been a major theft, the likes of which we've never seen before. And once, and for once, the Black Cat did not do it. Uh, but Spider-Man may need help for his once foe, once friend, once crime boss, Felicia Hardy, the Black Cats. Uh, Alex, how's uh, Amazing Spider-Man going? I am one issue behind, but I think Nick Spencer knows how to write Spider-Man. Uh, I am on a ridiculous Spider-Man high right now. Been playing the PS4 game. Uh, actually finished the heist, so Black Cat was in it. Um, I just spoilers. I yes, spoilers. Sorry, everybody. I spoiled something that's been out for a while. Um, it came out like me. a week ago. What? No, that was the second. That was Turf Wars. Oh, I beat that one too. Uh, by the way, everybody, I am the Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, so it's still going good. Is it still uh, like Huberto Ramos is doing this issue? Is it so good that Ryan Otley is not on it right now? Garrett, that's a you thing. Are you caught up on nine? Yeah, I'm caught up on I mean, I know he's coming back. Um, I saw in the solicits that he'll be back on, so... I think the art is still there. Like Ramos did the book for however long. And so I really trust him that he knows what he's doing. Um, and any other artists that have been on this book, I think they're picking the heavy hitters because they don't want to lose their, one of their best characters audiences. So um, art style is still great. I think Ollie's still been doing the covers, if I'm not mistaken, um, in the interim of him not actually doing the interiors. But I know he's coming back. I saw he's going to be back at least for the next three issues after this, I believe, or starting in January. So I'm excited. Like This book has continued to be really good. Um, the story is way more interesting than it ever has been because it's just different. And when you do the same thing for 10 years, it's not that good. Black Panther, number six. This is Tanisi Coates, Jen Bartell on art. The Intergalactic Empire of Wakanda, part six, end of arc one. T'Challa and the Maroons renew their war against the Empire, but uh, Najanka is watching and he knows exactly how dangerous the Black Panther can be. Witness at last the rise of Emperor Najanka and the exalted, or excuse me, exalted Intergalactic Empire of Wakanda. Uh, here we go. Speaking of artists, uh, Garrett, what do you think? Black Panther number six, give me the first issue without Akuna doing the art. Um, I think it'll be okay. I Jim think Bartell, be... she does a Blackbird book. Wait, I thought he was, I thought, uh, the art, there was another artist on the last issue. No, it was Akuna. I oh, it was? Okay. No, last, um, last issue was Akuna. Okay. Um, well, I'm sure it's going to look really good. Um, the story has been, you know, I, now that I think back on it, like, I know I read a comic out of order. I still don't understand from the end of issue four into five, like 
how there's this animosity between T'Challa and M'Baku. Like, I still don't get that uh, connection because, like, when they get back together at the end of the last issue, it's it's like they're, oh, shit, we can be friends again. I'm like, why weren't you? Like, just because T'Challa was holding a spear? Like, big deal. Get over it. So, um, I don't know. I'm pumped. I think uh, the T'Challa storyline is really good, though. Uh, it's just when there's like things I don't really understand why they're in the book, but maybe they'll pay off later. Um, like the whole thing with their like battle commander, I thought like she like was in the one issue for a little bit, second issue she died. So and they're all like, "Oh no!" And I'm like, "Who? <laughs> what?" <laughs> so it's good though. I mean, it is. A, I think that and Captain America are two of the best books coming out from Marvel right now. Uh, it's for me right here. Daredevil number 612, uh, Charles Solfonoto. Uh, it's going good so far. We're coming to the end. They announced the new team coming up after this run. We'll have uh, Chip Zdarsky on the book, so that'll be good. Um, and it looks like, don't, I, mean, I mean, don't quote me on this, but it looks like Matt Murdock might be uh, going away as Daredevil. We might have somebody else as Daredevil. So. Oh, God. We'll see. What? <laughs> I don't even know how that works. I mean, other people have been Daredevil before, so uh, we can do They it. have who? Yeah. Dude's been... Uh, who was it? No, actually, no. He was taken over by an evil spirit, I think, so... Uh, oh. So it's still Memor Doc. Just someone else was impersonating Why can't somebody else be Daredevil? The answer to that question, you're really confused why they can't be Daredevil. What would be the reason why? You know the one thing that makes it easy not to be afraid or not to have fear? You're blind. You don't see the dumb shit around you. I realize he can see vibrations or hear vibrations. But would you like when I jump say... off a building, I'd be scared of crap. I mean, literally, I would have crap in my pants every time I jumped off a building. Would you not say that Batman's a man without fear? Batman, you know what? I think Batman's afraid of everything. Dead Man Logan number 1 to 12, Ed Brisson, <laughs> Mike Kern, and uh, Henderson, uh, Dickon Shelby on the cover. Uh, <sighs> dead means dead. The writing's been on the wall for months now. Logan is dying and he isn't getting any better. Sick from antimantium coating his skeleton. His search for a cure has led to nothing but dead ends. But once he's actually trying to leave this world with some unfinished business, can Logan take his last breath without slaughtering the X-Men again? Not if Mysterio has anything to say about it. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Uh, dead man Logan. I am interested. I mean, this is... I, I love Wolverine. She's even old man, Logan. Jeez. <laughs> I'm getting worked I up know thinking about his death. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I mean, this is one of those books that Garrett and I have been getting. We've gotten, you know, old man, Logan, for 50 issues. Um, I think part of me is I'm excited for this book to wrap up, and we've got 12 issues to do that with. Um... And I'm hopeful that we either get a really gritty end and Logan dies realizing no matter what he does, he's still this animal that can never have a happy life. Or we actually get that fairy tale ending where he gets to go back to the wasteland, gets to live with his family that he's been away from for however long it's been in an alternate universe. Um, I think there's a lot of good options that can be done with this. Or my secret hope is young man Logan has to kill old man Logan. Whoa, that would be cool as a finale. Uh, yeah, super pumped for this. Uh, you know, 
it's kind of crazy that they're doing a 12 issue maxi series. Why couldn't they just keep the actual series going for like 12 more issues, but whatever. Um, but yeah, it's going to be good. And I think we're going to see a very Logan, the movie esque ending to his life. I mean, not with probably Laura Kinney around, but, uh, probably him like returning to, uh, the wastelands and like having flashbacks to his family. And then eventually he just dies. So, well, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year, that's for sure. Uh, Fantastic Four, number four, dance loss to Final Caselli. Um, Garrett, what do you think? Actually, just so issue four already in, I guess the Stephen, uh, Stefano Caselli doing the arts, and the first three were by uh, Sarah Pacelli. So the arts is already off the book. Yeah, what do you expect from the second arc of this uh, Fantastic Four? Well, now that uh, Fantastic Four issue one came, I mean, one through three came out, uh, this series is exciting to me. Like, it's going to be the Fantastic Four back together again, doing what they do best. And that's, you know, exploring the world and saving people at the same time. So uh, this is what this book has always meant to be. And it's just nice to have the family back at Marvel. I uh, will let you know, because I know you listen to the show. You listen to every single show. So this is not for you. It's mainly for the audience. I know you're good. But uh, the last episode, uh, which you were hunting, when you reviewed three, I was really, uh, I think it was with you. And I was like, hey, this actually, I actually really did enjoy this. Alex. You said in the last issue, maybe Fantastic Four is not for you. Are you going to pick up four? Oh, seriously? Are you awing at me? Yeah, what What the hell? Right when it gets good, <laughs> then you think it's boring? Right when it gets good? Did you read issue three? Uh, Yeah, it's like Fantastic Four issue one. Holy shit, I wanted to cut my head off and stick it up my own butt. Oh my Why, you don't just... like families? I, do you think I like families? I don't know. It's seeming like you don't. <laughs> it was one of those books that wasn't about them being a family. They spent all this time hugging it out. It's like, really? There's this crazy-ass woman over here. There's no fighting, and all the fighting that's going on is... I just... I like the characters just fine. I think I don't care for how Dan Slott's writing them. I mean, to me, this feels like Spider-Man. We're just going to recycle the same story over and over again. The only thing that interests me is the fact that the thing is going to be marrying Alicia. That does interest me. Hmm. Uh, here we go. Uh, Ironheart, number one. This is uh, Eve Ewing, Kevin Labornia. Uh, so if you're looking, if you like that character from the uh, solo series, if it's Iron Man, just get your own series. Eve Ewing, I wonder if that's Al Ewing's wife or something. So there you go. Uh, return, speaking of Wolverine. Return of the Wolverine, number uh, three of five. Charles Soule, Declan Shelby. Wolverine versus the X-Men. It's all it says. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Return of the Wolverine. The second issue, pick it up, or is it still... Uh, why are you, how are you with this book? Um, I read issue two, and I don't remember what was going on. <laughs> this is one of those books, unfortunately, I'm just getting it just to get it. I'm reading it, but I, I'm not excited about it. I want Wolverine yeah. to just be back and doing his thing. It's really not that good. Uh, it's very disappointing. Um, you know, they they did explore more of his claws doing the heat thing, but it makes no freaking sense how it even comes upon him doing that. It just, they're really uh, reaching for this series. Like, this is not how Wolverine should have came back. I feel like 
the new Wolverine comics coming out soon and they're like, oh shit, we got to bridge how this actually comes into existence. It's like, we well, yeah, have no shit. You haven't explained why Laura Kinney's no longer Wolverine. You haven't explained to anybody uh, basically that Wolverine's back. Um, it just doesn't make sense. You're just, I don't know, very disappointed. Is is he going to always have these um, extendedly hot claws? Because I'm wondering if when we get into the main series of Wolverine, if they're just going to, yeah, we don't want that anymore, get rid of it, and be like, oh, this whole big build up, build up of him having these sweet, uh, flame-inducing, uncontrollably hot claws is just going to be a moot point, and no one's going to give a shit. Yeah, I think it's more so that it's like, I think they were saying something about kinetic energy, so he while he was sitting there for 13 years not using his... Uh, claws that they were starting to store kinetic energy and just like but they weren't extended so how does that work and it's not like he uses his bones so he should just have kinetic energy all the time if that were the case let's get a scientist listening to this tell me how this works uh star wars star fader number 24 charles soul giuseppe kamikoli for the Tris Vader, number six. Uh, Garrett, how's uh, Darth Vader going? I love it. I just think it's the best Star Wars comic coming out right now. Um, this is about the castle you saw in Rogue One, about the creation of that. And it really is just diving deeper and deeper into the madness of Anakin Skywalker, uh, Darth Vader, and... You know, if you're disappointed by the movies or if you love the movies, if you want some extended universe uh, information between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope on the Darth, Vi- Darth Vader side of things, uh, this is definitely the book for you. Uh, here we go. Boom, Studios, Mighty Morphin. Power Rangers number 33, Margaret Bennett, Ryan Ferrari, Simone DiMio, Bakken, French... Carlo Mango, uh, Francisco Martinio, uh, Beyond the Grid, continues as an all-star team of Power Rangers struggles to survive a hostile new environment with diminishing powers and no allies. Meanwhile, Andros, uh, that's a red space ranger, comes to terms with the length that he will go and the lines he will cross to reunite with his sister, uh, Caron. Uh, what do you think, Garrett? How's uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers going? Um... So this one's kind of hard for me because ever since Shattered Grid got done, um, you know, there is a hodgepodge of different Power Rangers from different universes. And I'm like, I thought there was just a one shot when it continued the numbering. Like it was going to be like, oh, these Power Rangers had to work together one last time um, and then go their separate ways. No, this book, I think, is going to be about all these different Power Rangers working together now. Um I don't think it's horrible. I just don't think it's the best Power Rangers book I'm reading right now. So that's definitely go-go Power Rangers. So I'm going to keep getting it for now, unless it gets so ridiculous that it's just not enjoyable anymore. But it's definitely not as good as uh, Kyle Higgins' run. Alex? Well, I would say I'm reading go-go, and I was telling you guys that I may drop that book. Uh, Go-go is still spectacular, even when Dan Moore are not doing the internal art. It's still spectacular. Still Mighty Morphin, still go-going. Speaking you know, of spectacular, Alex, what do you think is going to be your pick for this week? Maneaters number three. That is a book that since issue one I've been excited for, and every issue so far has blown me away. 
that I'm most excited for number three to come out. Chelsea, Kane, Maneaters, number three. Garrett, what do we think? You know, I'm actually going to, I'm very interested in Dead Man Logan, number one. Um, more so than Return of Wolverine, that's for sure. I'm very excited to see this final journey with the Logan we've been reading for three to four years. Um, it'll be fun to see, like, he gets an extended conclusion to his run. I don't know if it's going to be his life. Probably is, you know, titles Dead Man Logan. But I'm very excited to see what happens. For me, it's going to be Heroes in Crisis number three, Tom King. Uh, you know, the solicit doesn't say Lee Weeks, but on the cover says Weeks, so maybe Lee Weeks is doing some uh, flashbacks or something. But uh, looking forward to that. I like the first two a lot, and I'm curious to see where we go. I think uh, this will be a series that, I mean, the dude hasn't filmed me so far with his uh, miniseries, so I'm on board for Tom King's uh, Heroes of Crisis. So. I think this is the only book that doesn't feel quite like a Tom King book. First off, you don't come at me with that tone. Second. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I can't control the tone. That's just how my voice is today. Uh, Alex, the weather outside is getting a little chilly out there. You know what to say about that, though. Hot tamale. Um, uh, it might be snow tomorrow in the forecast, is what I'm hearing. Is that true? Yes. So today when, today when I went outside, I looked in the sky. It was low gray. I could sense it. I could smell it in the air. The Arctic breeze is coming over. It is bringing that white, slippery powder that everyone seems to hate. Uh, but you know what that means? The weather outside will be a little frightful. So you're going to get that hot chocolate, uh, get a good book, or you know what? Get some comic books. Sit in front of your fireplace, not too close, because you don't want them to catch on fire. Um just, you know, relax and enjoy that day. Do what I wish I could be doing, but I can't. We all have jobs we have to do, and mine is telling you the weather. I will be in my my weather center all day tomorrow looking at the clouds. Uh, Garrett, how's it going to affect the roads? Um, you know, this is, has a lot of comics coming out this week, but I would say it's about a 50-50. You got... 50% really great books, and you have 50% not-so-great books. Um, maybe that'd be Give an Give me some of those not-good books. Uh, Return of Wolverine is 100%, probably the number one I'm thinking about. I, um, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of souring my taste for all books coming out this week um, because it had so much – like, if there's one thing that you could have planned for the whole, like, four years that Wolverine was dead, it was this, and you're ruining it. So, uh, not you guys. I meant Marvel. Specifically, um, Alex is ruining this book. <laughs> right. Um, but I think that, uh, well, if there's a storm coming, you better get to those shops early and get your books because uh, you might not be traveling too far otherwise. There we go. The week of the 28th of November, the last Wednesday in November, then we go into December. You know what they say about that month? It's in like a line, out like a lamb. Um, <laughs> That's March. What's up? Isn't it? Okay. Um, That's March. What's March? Here we well, go. you just said. In but, like a lamb, out like a lamb. Oh, shut up. You got a couple days till Christmas. I think it's something like 26. Um, is that correct, Alex? Nope, it's not. You know, a lot of times I say stuff. And uh, I don't know what I'm saying until it comes out of my mouth. And you know what? That's what we think about comics, too. Like, it comes out. Then you see what happens when you're reading those books. Uh, sometimes, like Garrett was saying, sometimes you don't know. Dead Man Logan could be good. could be bad. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, here's a question stream. Might take a dive. I don't know. 
Uh, Man News number three might take a dive. We don't know. Sometimes good books turn bad. Sometimes bad books turn good. But everything that is always good is called Wednesday Comics. And my name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. Stay warm and keep reading those books.